Fulton Sheen said often that as you go through life as a follower of Christ, as a Catholic, you need to have the newspaper in one hand and the Bible in the other. I think a modern example of that is uh, hearing stories from the guys who were at Mundelein when Bishop Barron was the rector there. He's now a bishop out in California, but uh, in the morning he would be found in the gym, like early in the morning he'd be found in the gym, and he would be on either the, uh, like the ecliptical, what is that thing? Elliptical, there you go, or the treadmill. And he'd have the news with subtitles, he'd have a podcast going, and he'd be reading like commentary on sacred scripture. I don't know if I can barely handle one of those things while I'm working out, but uh, Bishop Barron, great gift to our, to our church today. You, know, you could do all three of those things. And for us to imagine our life, um, you could think of maybe two volume knobs. Again, back to that Fulton Sheen, you've got the newspaper in one and the Bible in the other. The question, as we go through this homily, as we go through this Mass, and the challenge to all of you is to ask, you know, where is the volume knob? One through ten on the world, and one through ten in your life on the Lord speaking to you. Because it's not easy. We're living in a world where we've never been so connected. All of us, through the radio, through television, through our smart devices, we're constantly connected. But at the same time, I really think it's safe to say we've never been a more fearful people either. There's a lot of things we're afraid of. There's a lot of things that divide us. So we find ourselves at a time where we've never been more connected. And we've got all these issues as well. And in my own life, I look back and it's constantly been a struggle to turn up that volume on God in my life. Back when I was a kid, you know, there was a little bit of silence here or there, but it was kind of difficult. But I was in those last sort of golden years, years of no internet as a kid. We just went out and we played outside. I know, it's a crazy thing to think about, but that's what we did. We went out in the woods and we hung out. Every once in a while, I'd just go out into the woods and if you just sat still long enough, all of a sudden, you could hear more in the silence of the woods than you thought was there. But every little noise starts to come in. And that was kind of my happy place. That was where I would go. My grandparents lived north of Rockford and they had like 130 acres and you'd go out to the woods and just get lost in the woods. And then later in life, when I started discerning seminary, you know, the priest, he was here for a time. I know Father Fetterspiel, he was my pastor at the time. And he's like, you need to start spending an hour a day in, ch in the chapel, in adoration. It's like, an hour a day? I can't do that. That's, that's hard. I got things to do. I got classes. I'm working two jobs. And he's like, you got to spend that time with the Lord. But after just that few couple months, it was like, yeah, I'm supposed to go to seminary. So where do they send you? I went out to Nebraska for a couple years, three years out there. And the first couple years of seminary, it's not about discerning whether or not you're supposed to be a priest. It can happen. But the most important thing in those first couple years is to turn the volume way down on the world. It's easy to do in Nebraska. There's not a lot going on out there. And to really allow ourselves to really just form ourselves as good men 
but then also men of prayer, where again, you're praying every single day and you're listening and you're talking every single day. And then in major seminary, when I was over in Rome, it started the practice, which continues as a priest, but you're expected to have one week of a silent retreat every single year, one week of a silent retreat. And to be honest, this scared me to death. The idea of being silent for a whole week was not something I thought I could do. And not only is this no Wi-Fi, but it's no phones, no television, no electrical, electronic devices, and you're in a retreat center for a week, no talking, none whatsoever. It'd be hard for that kid. It's hard for me. It's difficult. <laughs> and that first day, it's like, holy cow, this is, the silence is deafening. Everything is extremely loud. You go and there's the 40 or so odd seminarians and we would have a meal together and you'd hear the clanking of the silverware. And it was like, that's so loud. Like, Dude, stop hitting the plate with your fork. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you totally gift to the Holy Spirit. But that first day, you sleep like 14, 16 hours. And they say, go back to bed and sleep. So often we're sleep deprived. And when you turn everything off, everything off those first couple days it's like you sleep 14 hours go pray go sleep for another three four hours eat some food go pray and then sleep for like 15 hours i'm not even kidding every single time and all of a sudden that like second day you wake up and it's like you've tapped into another 20 percent of your brain it's crazy and then he's just you enjoy the silence and it's that great gift of being able to to listen to the lord there was always something that came away. You kind of just went in and like, all right, Lord, I'm not having any expectations, but what do you want to tell me? And it's important for us priests too. We're supposed to do that every single year. It's in canon law to take that retreat because what does Jesus do with this person in the crowd? He takes him off by himself. He takes him away from the crowd, away from the noise away from our iPhones and our Netflix and our YouTube and the news channels and the fear and everything. And listen, spend time with the Lord. Ephatha, be open. To realize that yes, this man was deaf and he was mute. And this is an action that we would say really took place but the gospel writing is saying that to us, that we are the deaf and the mute. That spiritually, our volume is way down on our Lord and way up on the world. It's not a recipe for peace. That's not a recipe for growing closer to Christ, to be an evangelizing community. So where are you? Where are your knobs right now? You can tell about the peace in your heart. If things are off, one of those volumes needs to get turned way down. How do we do that? One, we gotta get to know Christ. So often, we don't, we don't really know who he is. And there's a TV show out there right now called The Chosen, and it's walking through the Gospels. Maybe you've seen it, it's free. You can watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on the app. But all of a sudden, you begin to see Christ as a person. We can read these words, but sometimes our mind really struggles. Maybe watching a TV show, seeing Christ as a human being can change your relationship with him. 
Maybe it's just taking that time every day, shutting it down, reading some sacred scripture, silent, listening. Really, we need to have that time to pull away. Maybe a weekend a month where we turn off all of our devices and we just listen. We just pray. To put the world away for a little bit and to let the Lord speak to us. To open our eyes, to open our ears. Maybe it's spending that time in mourning, coming to daily Mass. Realizing that there is no more peaceful place here at 7 o'clock in St. Charles than right in this church. when we've got morning Mass every day. We're reading the readings, we're receiving our Lord and we're sitting in silence. It's the best way to start the day. But every single day, every single day, we need to carve out that time, turning the volume down on the Lord, on the world, and turning it up on the Lord. Don't, don't go tell the bishop I told everyone to turn the volume down on the Lord. Turn it up. We have Christ right here in our presence. So many people around us are so lost. But if we're going to go and tell him about our Lord, we've got to know about him first. We've got to have that time with him first. So it's so important for us. The evil one is pretty good at distracting us. It could be 40 years from now and we could just go from one distraction to the next to the next. The time is right now. Turn the volume down on the world and turn it up on the Lord.